it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 10 of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. 10 episodes. Wow. LFG, guys. LFG. Yeah, we've made it to episode 10, which is kind of exciting. I guess it's a a, a small milestone, but still fun. Yeah, we're still having fun with it. So I think we're going to be here for a while, guys. I hope you're enjoying it. Yep. LFG, let's go. LFG. Right into the news. So uh, a few things this week. Um, The first thing was Poseidon's Fury is closed, right? Yeah, by the time you guys, yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this, Poseidon's Fury, which I know a lot of people thought were out of date, was not very good. Poseidon's Fury is closed, which it's so heartbreaking to me. It was such a cool attraction. I waited until 2022 to even ever do it. I I always skipped it. And finally, I was convinced by Amusement Insider. He convinced me to go see it. And now they're closing it. It's so sad. Like I think we've mentioned in an episode or two in the past, just the outside theming is outstanding. So that'll be sad to see it gone. Yeah, it's definitely. And it was just such a cool attraction. Like it was a little out of date, but it was still so cool. All of the technology that they used, everything. That one, I'm very sad to see that one closed. But yeah, so our first set of news is very sad. And yeah. Is closed. <laughs> right. yeah, but hey, maybe some of the other news topics are a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> like. Like. <laughs> I don't even know where. What is it at? Worlds of Fun, guys. I'm great. Um, Zambi- Zambezi Zinger. It's testing. Testing. Yes. LFG. It looks really cool and looks like you're, you know, a GCI. So it's going to be good paced and the spiral lift is definitely uh, a landmark of for a wooden roller coaster. So, yeah, I definitely think I'm like, this is obviously we all know my thoughts on wooden coasters for the most part. So I'm definitely more excited to see that lift hill than I am for the actual ride. So. <laughs> Uh, it should be interesting. I, you know, to be honest, at first, I didn't understand why they wanted to put this in because their last new coaster was Prowler, a GCI wooden coaster. So two in a row. I mean, it is what it is. It's fun, though. It's it's a it pays homage to the old one. Yeah, I see that. But like, why do you why wouldn't you go steal? They don't have much. I mean, there's nothing that they have that has made me go, hey, I want to go to Worlds of Fun. Like, it's more of a, like, if I get over that way, yeah, I'd love to go to Worlds of Fun. But there's nothing at that park that makes me, like, want to go there. Like, put in a good steel coaster. Yeah, there's nothing that's really that star attraction there that I can think of off the top of my head, really. So. Yeah. And obviously, Ahsoka agrees. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But something that could be a star attraction... Yes, LFG, guys, Wildcat's Revenge. We have steel batter bracing being put up as we speak, really. Yeah, on that, uh, the big under flip, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so 
I know that those uh, those big time RMCs need it, so that's good that they're putting that on uh, before they realize that they need it. So good on RMC, good on Hershey. This is going to be a top tier coaster. I just feel it. Yeah, I think that this is going to be. I love RMC, and I can definitely like. I feel like as I ride their stuff as it gets newer and newer, you can see them grow as a company, which is really cool to like be like to be in this. Um, like hobby while you have a manufacturer that's doing that and you get to watch them grow with each attraction. I think that this is really going to be, I think Iron Gwazi was one that was kind of like incredible and shocking, but I think this one might even get you even more. Like I think that they're getting to the point where like, we're really seeing a lot of creativity, a lot of um, just like new stuff from them. Like we're watching them grow to a point where like this one I think is going to be extremely exciting. Yeah, and just it is really cool to watch a manufacturer grow from its inception, really, because all of the other manufacturers were around before. Um, most of the manufacturers were around like before I started paying attention to roller coasters and all that kind of stuff. So to see a manufacturer start making coasters at like after I was already in love with coasters and then seeing where they were to where they are now, it kind of makes me really excited to see what's next and what type of inversions they couldn't include could include in their newer coasters so yeah. i'm looking for that vertical loop i'm looking for a, a bat wing give me give me something rmc let's see something i want to see it yeah and i think that i think we talked about this before on the podcast i could be wrong but i think that iron Gwazi was really like a breakthrough coaster for them in the means of like they went into that wanting it to be a hybrid but that was the first one when when they actually got there they were just kind of like this structure cannot do this. Yeah. Um. So they, I know they ended up taking down a lot more of the structure than they actually they actually wanted to, and it, but it caused for like we still consider it a hybrid. It still uses the previous tracks that it used to be on, and we have a much more creative. Like they were able to be so much more creative with that coaster because of that, and I think. That's what makes me most excited for Wildcat. We're still going to get some of the nostalgia of using some of the old track, or not track, the old structure, but they veered off of, like, the original, um, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Like, the course. Yeah. It's not going to follow the exact same course like Mean Streak and Steel Vengeance. Right. Yeah, that's what I was exactly what I was going to say. You could tell that they kind of learned from the steel vengeance project to iron Gwazi with how vengeance that structure needs work still. So, um, yeah, so yeah I definitely, I feel like they definitely learned from that and are on to great, great things now. So yeah, those structures just aren't meant to design the forces that were being, or weren't designed to withheld. Oh my gosh, I'm struggling <laughs> withhold the forces that the RMC inversions are putting on them, which isn't a bad, like it, it's not like a bad thing. It's a learning process, but I think that them using a little less of the structure to give us a more creative and give us something that is capable of handling all of the amazing things that they're doing is I, I'm, ex I'm very excited for Wildcats Revenge. Yeah. Same here. That'll be great. And then um, moving on to Indiana beach is making the news. Yeah, we talked about Indiana Beach last year. I know it wasn't like the greatest 
um, talk because we like got into a little bit of the history of that ride. Um, but mine vendor trains arrived at Indiana Beach this week, which was shocking to me. I was not expecting that at all. But from I did like look into this a little bit, and from what I could see, um, what I can't pronounce the coaster that's going to Indiana Beach, All American Triple Loop is I think the original name. Um, that or maybe that's the current name. I'm not That'll sure. That'll be the new name, yeah. Yeah, that's the new name. Yep. Yeah, so that All American Triple Loop, I can't see anywhere in its history where they got the new trains that Mind Bender got. So that's really exciting that they're going to get yeah. those. And like I said, that's gonna. I think that's going to do wonders for the maintenance, considering that the Mind Bender accident was caused by a design flaw, and they were using the same trains from what I could find. Yeah. And it also it helps out the park that's in Canada getting money for those trains. It helps out Indiana Beach because I think those those are newer trains, right? They are. So I believe they were replaced in 87 right after the accident in 86. Yeah. Um, so not like Brent. I don't think they were replaced after that. Okay. Um, but they're definitely newer than the original trains. Got it. Okay. Well, they could have been replaced after that. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I, I definitely know they were replaced in 87. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think, I don't know exactly when Schwarzkopf closed up shop, but it wasn't too long after that, I think, if I'm if my memory serves right. So it makes sense. Yeah. I don't even know if they're Schwarzkopf trains, to be honest. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm definitely excited to see that they're getting those newer trains um, on the ride. And it's definitely... It's going to be exciting to see what they do with it. I love a, I love a short stuff. So, yep, excited. I'm excited to have one close by now, close-ish by. Yeah. Gosh, I also. That is it for our news. But also, guys, I am so sorry. These dogs are on one. I don't <laughs> understand what is happening, and I swear it's not that loud to me. But I know from hearing back the podcast, it's loud for you guys. Ahsoka's bark just echoes, and I apologize. It's all good. They just want to be on an episode. They want to be on episode 10, so. I know. Ahsoka's like, I need the attention on every episode. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know what she could possibly be yelling at at this point, guys. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, once again, we both had coaster trips this weekend. Um, so I guess I'll start off. Since I was at Cedar Point's opening day, uh, which tends to always be some sort of madness, like a madhouse there. So um, I don't even know where to start. So I met up with Josh from Station Weight and his fiance and a few other people. Um, and <laughs> so at the start of the day, we kind of just were walking around. We checked out the new boardwalk area. Um so the first thing that kind of happened was Wild Mouse and Gatekeeper are supposed to be open for early entry. Both oh. of them did not open. <laughs> oh, no. I knew exactly where I was going before you even finished the thought. Why? Like, uh, were they just, like, tested yet? Like, I don't know what happened with, I mean, Gatekeeper. You know, normally your B&Ms are reliable and everything, but they, they kept testing it and testing it and testing it with the water dummies and everything. And they just did not open. It opened with the park, I believe, with an hour after it was supposed to open. Um, 
stinks. Like that was like your early, that's like your only early entry rides. And but they added Millennium Force to early entry, so oh, right. we didn't make it over there then. But we we were checking out the Grand Pavilion. Uh, Wild Mouse was not open. They were testing it. Um, and I guess this is a good time to just go into the whole Wild Mouse thing. It it's been it was down more than it was open. Um, it was actually closed the entire day, the day before for the OSU Ohio State day at Cedar Point. So no one got to write it then. Um, and it was down half, more than half the day when we were there on opening day. And it's been down today as well, I believe. Um, it's, uh, they're having a nightmare with the programming or something. I don't know what's going on with it, but the guys from Zamperla are there. And they look stressed out. Like it is like when you see them, they're just on their phones constantly talking to some with people. And uh, they'd get the coaster up and running. Uh, we rode it somehow, some way. Um, and if you, <laughs> yeah. So going into the ride experience, uh, that thing spun so fast and so aggressive that uh, I could not believe that this was going to be like a family coaster. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it has something to do. We had Josh, we had some bigger, you know, bigger guys on one side and then um, Josh's fiance and then me on one on the other side in that car. And I don't know if it's because they were on one side and they were weighing it down, but it was on the borderline of being like way too much. Like we were sitting there on the brake run spinning like a top, just sitting there and we were spinning and spinning i mean our eye, our sight was blurry until we like a minute after we stopped in the like pulled into the station yeah that's crazy so i wonder if that's what they're trying to get programmed cuz i can't imagine they're going to let it spin that much yeah i couldn't either i mean we went it, when it was hitting hitting those hairpin turns it felt like the force was going to rip the train right off the track oh my gosh that is exactly <laughs> what i hate about wild mouse like yeah, and it, it was it was it started off fun, and then when if it, if it, if the trains would just stop when you hit the brake run, that would be one thing. But they just sit there and spin. Oh my gosh, that sounds awful. Yeah, I mean, it was we laughed about it, but if it was if we were to like if that coaster was any longer than it is, I could definitely see people like fainting or blacking out or something on that. And like people were a little more like when you hear family coasters, you're. Like, if you're not a big coaster person or if you're sensitive to, like, motions, more in like, more intense motion, when you see family coaster, you're, like, it can't be that bad. Like, right. I'm sure that'll cause some issues if, like, not boozies get on that and it's spinning that much. Like, that's going to cause problems. I can't imagine the amount of vomit they're going to have to clean up. <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Like, yeah, so... I hope it that I hope that it's they're going to do something to control that. Uh, it may partially be because of the weight distribution we had in our train. I don't know. Um, you know, the rumors were flying throughout the day from you know all the people with speculation that the, uh, in the but the main thing that everyone kept going back to is the programming, and then it was to the trains themselves and how much they spin. So. We'll see. I don't know uh, the issues. I don't know, and we were we were all talking about this in our group. Is with a wild mouse coaster, how can you have? I mean, I know it's a brand new coaster, but like there shouldn't be this type of an issue with a simple wild mouse. 
No, but I do. Doesn't it have pretty hefty capacity for a wild mouse? Like it's supposed to. I mean, it's supposed to. I mean, obviously you're they're still getting used to it. So the trains did stop at the like the right right before you hit into the left hill. Um, so this it, it is a moving station. Um, there was no guidance really. So the people that were supposed to get out were just sitting there, and nobody was getting out. And we were we were allowed on the station, and nothing was happening. So Tony Clark, the head PR guy, had to get the people out and then put us in. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I think that some of that might make it to where, like, I, I feel like, like, hearing that kind of stuff, like, it, it seems like a pretty complex wild mouse. Yeah. But it's still, like, I feel like they should have gotten a lot of that figured out in testing, like... But then again, like this is why previews really are important. Like you just went into your opening day with a coaster that couldn't stay up, and like having previews and stuff really could have avoided that. Like you see, like you might have people complaining about pipeline right now, but pipeline still technically has three weeks, mm -hmm. two weeks before it opens. It has time to fix it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. Obviously, you have a Florida park that's open year round, so they can have that flexibility to where, I mean, no excuses really, though. They should have been testing it. I don't know. But it's, what's funny is, is the the issues started on media day. I mean, they had to, there was people being evac'd off of there. So I just. Yeah, so I did hear about that on media day. Yeah. Like I heard it wasn't going in, um, who I knew that was at media day only got to ride it i think once yeah like maybe twice but it was like i think it was just once and i think it was like right before it went down and it didn't come back up yeah so i mean kind of segueing though that makes me really worried if zamperla is in charge of the new dragster <laughs> that's what i was thinking too uh, just because like, this is going to be a huge project for them. And I don't understand how Cedar fair wants to go from an unreliable launch to from an Intamin, which, uh, the hydraulic launch, which is a, you know, a big time coaster manufacturer to Zamperla, which they've only done small things and something never the size of this. So it really worries me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will give them the fact that, like, I feel like they're replacing a hydraulic launch with some LSMs and putting a spike on. If they fuck this up, sorry, excuse my language. If they mess this up, like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be really hard. Like, yeah. I can't, I don't even have a thing, but right. I can't imagine they could mess this up. Intamin did the important part. Yeah. And, that's the thing is like, I just, I can't bring myself to see the leadership of Cedar fair and Cedar point wanting to try to go with a pro because this is technically would be a prototype for Cedar for Zamperla. Really? That's true too. I didn't even think about that. Um, I mean, they have launch coasters, um, but nothing to this magnitude. And I know that Josh from Stationway said that Darien Lake has a Zamperla launch coaster, which is down more than up. So <laughs> Yeah, and then I wonder, 
too. They they did announce that other one where they have the launch coaster and they rebranded as Zamperla, but it's actually an Intamin. Right. Yeah, they're redoing um, all of it. That the same thing with the Darien Lake one? I'm not sure. I, I don't, don't know think, either. I don't I don't think it's the same because I think this the one at Darien Lake was just a straight like um Zamperla, I believe. Okay, I don't yeah, I don't know. Let's say it was Moto Coaster. Oh, I didn't know that was launched. Okay, so yeah, yeah. probably different. But yeah, like I, I don't know. I would be shocked if they do. If this is a Sam Perlo one, yeah, and I can't imagine how salty they're feeling right now after this weekend with the Wild Mouse. If this is Sam Perlo, like they are probably freaking out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Grand Pavilion is super nice. Uh, the food there was great. Um, so definitely check that out. You know, if you if anyone ever goes to Cedar Point this year or anytime, Grand Pavilion was awesome. Um, the drinks were a little pricey. So we stayed away from those. <laughs> uh, especially yeah, if you want heard... to yeah, a, frozen, a frozen drink was like, an arm and a leg, so twenty five bucks. Twenty five. I heard the drafts. Um, the draft beers were like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Yep. For sixteen ounces, like mm -hmm. what? Like no, I will <laughs> go out to your craft. I will go get one of the IPAs that you guys carry in like a can for like yeah. ten bucks. Like that is nuts. Yeah, uh, but the views are awesome. So maybe you're paying for the view of Lake Erie. I don't know. Or the park. $4 for a beer for view. I can get my beer downstairs and walk upstairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, food was good. Uh, the park had some struggles opening day, but I, I this was my first time going to opening day for Cedar Point. So um, I've heard that, you know, things are slow on opening day. Um, Green Talon didn't, didn't open with the park. Um, when I got there, it was stuck halfway up the lift hill for most of the first like hour and a half or whatever. Um, nothing else opened on time. Maverick didn't open on time. Steel Vengeance didn't open on time. Gemini didn't open until half the day was gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of things. Millennium Force though ran all day and well, it was funny because one point in time we looked at like the ride wait times. Everything was down, but Millennium Force and Maverick. I was like, how are the two Intamins the only two things that are running? <laughs> that is actually so funny. Um, and stuff on that for anyone who yeah. complains so, about Intamins. <laughs> so I was like, hey, well, I was like, I love this. This is great. Uh, but so we were walking around the park. It was busy. Like things were, you know, it was busy. Uh, we, we went over to check out the... We'll talk about this. We have stuff in the questions that want to go over this. So I'm not going to go into this. We walked around Dragster's area where they're doing the work and everything. We went around the top hat into Camp Snoopy and we got Josh and his fiance's, I think her name is Kyla, and um, we got them the Woodstock Express credit. So that was fun. Oh, gee. Good old Vacoma kids train ride, which, you know, just another SLC. Just another SLC, yes. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then we did Magnum, which I didn't want to do, but I did it anyway. And guess what? 
It was fun, and I don't know what happened. It was a good ride. It was a good ride. I didn't sit in a wheel seat. I don't know if that was what it was. That makes a huge difference yeah. on Magnum. Like, I will say that row 17, someone else told me to ride in row 17, and that's not a wheel seat, but it's in the last car. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was that was definitely the best ride. However, yeah. I still think it's good. Yeah, but, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But I love it. Laurel, the way that my friend Laurel laughs on it makes me want to love it, and that is as close as I can get. Yeah, me and the guy that we're riding in the same car together. His name is Larry, and uh, if you don't know him, he's KI Coaster Guy on Twitter. Um, we both got off that, and we're like, I think that was both of our like best ride ever on that thing, which really? was really crazy. So, props to Magnum. I don't know. Um, after that, we went to go eat, and then we rode Wild Mouse. After that. Um, Met up with Cedar Kev and um, McLovin, also a coaster idiot for all you Toro Ryan fans. So we hung out with them the rest of the night. Um, got some rides on Millennium Force, which was great. Josh from Station Weight still thinks our Ryan is better. He is wrong. Um, and then we were going to get in line for Maverick as it was running. And we're up the, there in the uh, exit queue. Uh, cause we had exit passes or whatever. Um, and it went down. So we ran over to, <laughs> it went down and we ran over to steel vengeance. Uh, we waited for last train of the night. There was this other group that was hanging out, trying to beat us to last train. Uh, we ended up getting the last train and one of the ride ops knew McLovin. He was like, dude, you know, like, I know you, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. So after our ride, we come pulling back in the station. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do this one more time. One more time. We had the whole the whole train was doing it, and the supervisor was like, let him go. So we got another ride back-to-back -back on Steel Vengeance to close the night. So it was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. That's so exciting. So it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun hanging out with uh, with Cedar Kev and Josh and uh, McLovin. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like a fun time. I can't believe they let you. How many people go back-to-back -back on Steel Vengeance? I know, like right? That's so, so cool. exciting. It might have been just because we were so hype and it was opening day and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And it was the end of the night. So yeah. I feel like there are a lot more. Yeah. Shit. And it was so funny. The crew was just like, yeah, like cheering along with us and everything. So it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I love it. And another thing, a side note is it's so funny when you walk around parks with like other you know youtube people and everything and everybody just knows them and they're like always running up to them and everything so yeah i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast but like people do that to sarah and taylor from coaster studios all the time and i always like joke because i i used to have blonde hair my hair is red right now from anyone who hasn't seen but i did have blonde hair for a very long time um and we always joked because like we would have like Obviously, Sarah. And Sarah's like, one day, someone's going to come up to Taylor and think that you're me. And you're just going to have to, like, you're going to end up, like, playing along and being stupid and making me look stupid. <laughs> and it finally happened. I had a hat on at Universal in, like, January. And I'm wearing a hat. And me, Taylor, and I had Ahsoka with me. 
um, were like standing at the entrance to IOA and someone came up and was like, oh my God, Taylor from Coaster Studios, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I love you on the YouTube too. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we were cracking up. I was like, it finally happened. Someone got and I tell people all the time, we'll come in and ride up. So like ask my name or like people and I'll be like, I'm Sarah from Coaster Studios. <laughs> That's so, that's so good. <laughs> I tell people I'm Sarah from Coaster Studios all the time when they get stopped. <laughs> or like when other friends, like Sarah and Taylor won't even be there and other friends will get stopped and for like being noticed on YouTube and I'll be like, oh yeah, bye, I'm Sarah from Coaster Studios. <laughs> and I like talent from Dorney Park. <laughs> Not at Dorney Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um... But yeah, that 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 ended our night. Uh, we we ended up walking from the water park down to the parking lot on the boardwalk. So it was pretty cool to see everything lit up at night on the boardwalk and everything. Um, Wild Moss doesn't have any light package on it. Uh, there's no lights on it whatsoever. Uh, so I was like, they need to light up that cat ass. Come on, let's go. We need Dumby's fat ass lit up. Yes. Um, I'm yeah. It was just sitting there in the dark. So I, hopefully they add something to it. That'd be good. Yeah. That would I was be thinking really that they should light up the sign that you go under over once you go up the lift hill with the cat on and everything. There should be lights on that. Yeah, definitely. But I don't like also, I guess I would have to see it a little more. See what the view looks like from the beach. Because I know that's like a big thing for them and why like disaster transport was like obviously taken down um just to build a pavilion there <laughs> I, I kept saying that i was like but at least the pavilion's like open on the top you can go look out like it's still yeah very like it's still very open yeah um but i guess like maybe lights would be a little bit of an eyesore maybe i mean um, the pavilion's lit up like a mofo so Oh, really? It's got lights all on every edge, like around the roof and Okay. So, so it's lit up pretty good. Or they want that to be the center. That's true. And they only want the attention on that at night. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be crazy to have the pavilion there and then big or giant wheel right in front of it, but it looks fine. It looks really? Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was it for, for my trip. So uh, where'd you head to? I rode talent at Dorney Park, guys. Yes. <laughs> I rode talent at Dorney Park only twice, but I rode talent at Dorney Park. Um, and yeah, I had the complete opposite, like, opening. It was pass holder preview, so it wasn't like a full opening day, but I had the complete opposite first day experience to your like Cedar day, Cedar point opening day experience. Yeah. I showed up thinking that ops were still going to be really struggling. We were going to be on one train each. Like it was going to be a rough day. Food and beverage probably wasn't going to be completely open. Everything had two trains. Ride ops were on point the whole entire time. I don't think there was any point where I was getting, there was one point where Hydra was really slow, but it only happened once when we were sitting there. 
and we weren't on the platform, so we don't know what was happening. Um, but other than that, like ops were going all day at like a very good pace. Um, my only gripe with the whole entire day, guys, is that I practically ran to try and get first train of the season on Talon. <laughs> there was this family in front of me. There were like three people in front of me, and this family took forever like he was going through and looking for passes as he's standing there and I'm like what the hell bro like what so then I'm running late and as I'm walking up like the last three steps they lock the gates and they sent the first train of the season with two people in the front row oh my goodness two people on the whole train <laughs> wow so I got second train of the operating season not first, after I ran like an idiot. Yeah. Um, that was my only gripe with the whole entire day. Um, but yeah, we rode Talon. It was super fun. It was just as good as I remembered. Then um, ate some crab fries because, of course, 11 o'clock in the morning, the best breakfast is Chickies and Pete's crab fries. I was going to say Chickies and Pete's. Yep. Yeah, we had crab fries for breakfast. Then I think we rode Hydra. Then we like went out and ate lunch, which kept like a, there was like 20 to 30 minutes between our breakfast and lunch. <laughs> um, but we went out to like actually eat food. But when we came back in, we were with Kelly from Exploring Forces. Um, oh, I guess maybe. Yes, let's get let's back it up a second. Okay. To Hydra. So Talon was running beautifully. Um, I got that was a beautiful ride on Talon. I literally was so excited it couldn't have been a better ride. Um, what seat did you get in? Um, I was on the left wing row one. Gotcha. So, um, but yes, that was beautiful. It ran so smooth, so beautifully. It was great. Hydra ran so smooth, but it was so slow that, like, I, there, at the one point, there's, like, these two little airtime hills, and I was, like, I don't even think, I think we're about to valley on these little airtime hills, <laughs> like, but the JoJo roll is still, like, top-notch, top-notch, um, and yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that ride. Like I don't have that many rides on it because I'm not a huge fan of it of it. But it was very smooth. But it was the only thing that I rode all day that I was not impressed with. I was just like, this isn't. Yeah. Um How yeah. was possessed? <laughs> possessed was very good. We only rode it once. There wasn't really a line for it. Um it was good, like always. I don't think you ever really get a bad ride on Possessed, though. Like, that's the one thing that I will give those um, impulses. They, like, you always get, it's a very consistent ride experience. You don't have bad rides and good rides. I feel like it's always just a, a, a I'll give it a notch above okay. There you go. But it's always a consistent ride experience, which is nice. Yep. Steel Force and Thunderhawk too. You got rides on Thunderhawk. We did not. Um, the line was insane, and that was the only thing on one train. Okay. And the line was insane. We were going to be in that line for probably forty-five minutes if we waited. 
Um, however, we did do Steel Force. Um, and Steel Force, it was easily the best ride I ever got on Steel Force. Awesome. Um, all three of us, when we got back into the station, we all agreed. We were like, that's by far the best ride we ever got on Steel Force. It was smooth. It was running at a good speed. Like, it was very enjoyable. Um, it was having issues for the day, so it was up and down all day. Um, and we did, we, it looked like it had a line, but we were like, oh, we're over here. Like, we'll still do it. And we waited probably like 10, 15 minutes. Like the line was hauling. And then when we were next to get on, it went down and it was down for like 20, 25 minutes. That's where if anyone saw my video where I was spotting a wild talon, that was while I was bored waiting <laughs> or <laughs> steel force to go back up. Um, but it was worth the wait. It was easily the best ride. On yeah. well, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And then I bought a Talon shirt. And oh my gosh. And the lamp. I want that friggin' lamp. That's so cool. I don't see anything like that anywhere at any other park, Cedar Fairwise. Well, it's a 20th anniversary. So it's been there for two years now. Wow. Yeah. That's so, so cool. I want it like i want it so bad i have started a lamp fund if anyone would like to donate to my lamp fund because i cannot afford a 370 dollar lamp but i would like a 370 dollar lamp i would appreciate it yep this is my lamp fund you can find that on twitter right Yes, use the tips feature on Twitter. Please contribute <laughs> to my lamp fund. I can't if I spend $375 or $370 on a lamp, I I will not be okay. I won't go <laughs> anywhere else the rest of the season. That's like all of my spending money. Um yeah, I need this lamp though. I want it so bad. They also had like cool screws. Like they were placards that had Talon's symbol on it, and it had like either a screw, a nut, or a bolt from the ride. Wow, which was really cool. There were only two hundred and forty available, so still super cool. So I was like, I'll settle for this, and it was a hundred and ninety dollars. <laughs> I was like, Cedar Fair, please, my dog is broken. I can't afford this. Yeah, want this Talon stuff. Nothing like buying a nut for $190. It wasn't a cool placard. I told Ryan, um, Dorney's PR guy, I was like, if I found number one and potentially number 69, I would have dropped $190. I was like, I searched everything in that shop and I could not find number one. So... That was the only thing that stopped me from dropping it. But looking back, I would have actually, like, if I was talking about this and I actually did buy one of those, I would have cried. I'd yeah. probably would cry on this episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that I was only going to drop it for one or 69. So, yeah, one or 69. Hope oh, too bad it wasn't for you said $190. Yes. Okay. Be like, I offer you 169. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't even put that together. I will offer you $169 for either one or 69. Thank you. Or both of them together. 
for that much. Both of them. Yes. <laughs> Can I have two of them for the price of one sixty nine, please? Oh. <laughs> But you did get something awesome from Ryan that you posted. I did. So I didn't leave with the $370 lamp, but I did. I um, Ryan, the Dorney PR guy, was nice enough to come meet me. Um, and he had, if you've ever been to Dorney Park, like all throughout the park, they have um, like these bride banners up when you're around whichever coaster. And I he gave me one of the talon ones that were in the park over by talon i'm i guess they like replaced them out um yeah so he gave me one of the talon banners it's literally taller than i am it's awesome so cool and i loved it we right after he gave me that we were like okay like last ride of our day we're gonna go ride talon and we like put it up because we took a picture in front of talon with it and then we put it up like above the lockers and the whole entire time I was like, guys, what if someone steals it? I was so worried. I was like, what if someone takes it? Cause it was, it was like up, not in a locker. I was yeah. real nervous. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, my ride was still great guys. But if I get back and my banner is gone, I'm going to actually cry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least you could probably see somebody carrying that around and be like, dude, that's mine. Thank you. Yeah, but I was very concerned. Um, I'd be too. I, yeah. So that is now the coolest piece in my collection. We will, on the podcast Twitter, I'm sure, post a picture of it because it's super cool. I don't know if I posted it on the podcast Twitter. Um, but yeah. Um, That's exciting. I, I, I think I commented on there. I was like, uh, you got any of them there possessed ones? <laughs> No, the Talon one though. The Talon one's so good. Yeah, that is good. That's a good one. It it's like, yeah, they're really cool. They're really big, so I'm not super sure what I'm gonna do with it next. Um, I was telling everyone that my background for when we eventually release more consistent videos for these, um, my background is just going to be the Talon banner and that photoshopped photo of the dog in front of Talon. <laughs> Like that's just gonna be my only thing behind me. The Talon Wall of Fame. The Talon Wall behind Jen. You have African Steel Vengeance, and I have Talon and a photoshopped photo of my dog in front of Talon. The Great Wall of Talon. The Great Wall of Talon. Um, um. Yeah, I don't know what else. Oh, I had funnel cake. I everything that I ate in the day, I wore on me at some point. So my pants were covered in everything that I ate, um, which Brandon thought was hysterical. I was wondering um, what his tweet was. <laughs> yeah, because I literally every time I tried to eat something, I spilled it all over my pants. I was like, I'm doing great. Like, I'm um, doing great. before I forget, I do want to say though uh, that. Um, some of the guys I was hanging out with at Cedar Point, they did say that they loved our last episode. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So let's let Jen do a line of code for every episode, guys. That was a joke. I, I swear I was sober. My, my ADHD is just a little unhinged sometimes. Wait, can I actually bring up this thought? So in my mind... So I was like having a real like non ADHD day on 
at Dorney, like, because I was just, like, in the zone, and I was focused, and um, I was, like, so organized in everything I was doing, and I was just, I don't know where this is going. Hello, ADHD. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. It's all good. I swear I had a thought. <laughs> I, I understand. I, I have those all the time, so... I was yep. on a move though. Like I was posting so consistently and I had like everything that I needed to get done. I like feel like I got done. And then all of a sudden my ADHD just turned back on. And... Did you ride demon drop? Oh yes. Of course okay. I rode demon drop. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I took that picture in demon drops, former spot with Josh and, and, uh, McLovin or other Kevin. Um, and I was like, you know, hey, Dorney, something used to be right here, and now you have it. <laughs> yeah, it just belongs at Dorney, though. I wore my Demon Drop shirt, too, because I love it. It's so good. It's, like, so janky, but it's so good. It's going to be such a, 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 a sight for sore eyes or whatever you whatever the phrase is when you hear something. Um, just to hear that sound again of that thing dropping because it's been a long time. Like deja vu. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a good one. I don't know why people don't love it. It's just like it's really cool that it's the last one here in the States. And I don't know, it's just so it's such a unique ride experience. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, so I did ride it. I only rode it once, but I did ride it. And I think that was it. We only had five hours, so, and we spent an hour of it, like, out. So, yeah. Okay. That was it. The recap of the day. Sounds like a good time. Um, and before we move on to, to questions, I do want to uh, kind of promote this a little bit, because I, we just, I just did this today, or, and so planning this hang out at Dorney Park on July 14th of this year before the coaster crew event at Hershey. So if anybody wants to come hang out, we'll be there. Um, and just, you know, catching rides on town. It'll be my first time getting all those credits and everything. So it'll be fun to have a group of people there to hang out with. So yeah, there'll be more details to come. Yeah, more details to come. It'll be a little bit of a credit run, but then also a little bit of a talent marathon. So yep, yep. I mean, you can do that. I'll marathon possessed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! I'll I give both. you one ride on possessed. I will say, like possessed. I was telling everyone else, like I don't know what it is about possessed. I don't get scared on like many coasters or anything, but being towards the back, not even being towards the back of that train. My anxiety, like, borderline goes into anxiety attack mo mode. When you go back up that spike, it I feel like it goes so fast. And not knowing where the end of that spike is makes my anxiety, like, the fact that I'm backwards doing it, like, my anxiety does not do well on that ride. The moment that I hit that spike, I'm like, when is this shit done? Like, I want to get off this thing. <laughs> Have you, did you ever do Wicked Twister in the back? I don't remember where. I, I've only ridden Wicked Twister once, and I only, yeah. I don't remember where I sat. 
that's another one. We would always ride in the back, and when it shoots up the second time backwards and you're twisting up, you're like, oh, God, we're just going to twist right off the top. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I feel like it's just going to shoot me right off the top, and it makes <laughs> me, like, borderline anxiety attack anxious. Yeah. Like, it makes me so anxious. I I can give you a ride or two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can give you a ride in, or two on that one. I cannot marathon that one. All good. Um, I just think it, I, one of the things I love about them is just the scream of those L, the LIMs when it mm -hmm. shoots you off. So I just, I love it. They but do anyway. sound so good. It's a good sounding coaster for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, July 14th, if anybody wants, to, if anybody's heading to the coaster crew event, July 15th at, at Hershey, uh, we'll be at Dorney if you want to come hang. Yeah. LFG. LFG to the questions. So, um, I'll kick us off with question one from a show regular now, Surveillance. Uh, for Jen, when will you be able to visit Cedar Point and or Kings Island? Yes, it's definitely on. It's definitely on the radar for this year, for sure. Both are being done this season. Um, it really is dependent on what's going on with the dog's back, which I know it's like way different, but whenever the dog is cleared and like things are good and I know she doesn't need a surgery, then I'm hoping it'll be June. If not, it'll be July or August. Um, it'll just be a little longer because of responsibilities, yeah. but I do hope to make it there very soon. I will know more information in like a week when I know if my dog is broken still. So sounds good. That'll be a fun time at Kings Island for the first time. Yes. It'll be so much fun. I'm definitely excited. I want to make it as soon as I possibly can, but I also want to make a responsible decision. Yep. Well, you know, I'll be there at least to Kings Island for sure. Yeah, definitely. But we will keep you guys updated. I will. Yeah. Sounds fun. So brings us to the next one. T Rose Bunny's Adventures. Just said talent at Dorney Park. I mean, what more needs to be said than talent at Dorney Park? True. Exactly. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna find out here in, in a couple months. So it sounds like it's one of the one of the better inverts. It's my favorite invert. It's the most underrated invert. LFG. LFG. So Coaster Three Six Five asks, which park should get the next B and M invert, and what are you going to call it? Or what? And what would you call it? Oh no! I should have thought about this one a little more. Which part of being an invert? And what would you call it? King's Dominion. Good choice. King's Dominion. I would call it Talon Three. Talon Three. <laughs> oh. All right. So I'm gonna go with. Valley Fair, and I'm going to call it Ice Talon. Ice Talon? Cold as shit up there all the time, so. Oh, true. That's good. That's good. I love that we went with Talon variations. Yeah. Um, East Dominion, maybe, maybe we can go with some, like, leaning. Maybe it's like... Be... Tim Talon. <laughs> Talon 305. Talon 305. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. All right, Talon three hundred five is the official name. <laughs> um, where are we at? Okay, Niku said, "Will Wild Mouse end up being too intense for most families?" Uh, I don't know if we plan to like kind of skip this one and touch it at the top. I don't. I don't remember, but no. But all- I mean. I mean, if you lasted this long, Niku, then if it stays at its current per- programming, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, from what you're saying, I, I think that I'll probably agree with that one. Uh, so moving right along here, we have Messy Filming, um, which he asks, will Pipeline be the first and last surf coaster, and why is the answer yes? So I'm... I'm not going to say the answer is yes. I I obviously haven't written it. I could be wrong. But from the moment that they announced this coaster, I was like the only one out of all of my friends that I knew. I was Everyone was not there for the stand-up. And I was like, no, like, it's been like 20 years since we saw an installment of a stand-up coaster. So much has changed. Like, they've obviously changed a lot. We have to give them the opportunity. I think it's going to be really good. If they're confident enough that they can get it right this time, then, like, I think it's going to be good. Like, give it a chance. And I got everyone on board to at least be excited for it. Um, I don't think it's going to be the last one. I think, like, in places where, like, the park, where the location of the park is really beautiful, like, Obviously, like, you have SeaWorld, it's in a really nice location, but, like, imagine that surf coaster on something like the Boardwalk location, like, where Gatekeeper, Gatekeeper is really there because of the beauty of that section of the park and on the beach. Like, imagine that being the surf coaster on the beach. Um, I think it'll be really good. And I'm seeing a lot of people also jumping on it, which granted, again, I'm not riding it yet. I don't know what to expect, but if you're jumping on it and this is for the men here who are concerned about, you know, their areas, jumping on it probably isn't a great idea. Cause I feel like you have to come down onto the seat. Uh, that's painful. Just thinking about it. If that's your concern, don't jump. Why, why, why would you jump when there's a little thing sticking right out right between your legs? I know. And I'm Um, watching people like, again, it could be the forces. Like I could be wrong, but I'm watching people ride it. And like when they hit the top of airtime hills, like putting their, like kicking their legs up and using the seat as a seat. And like, if you're doing that, it's not what it's designed for. So of course her dick's going to hurt. Like, (laughs) and, uh, I don't know about you. I've never seen a surfer jump while surfing off of his board and then land correctly. Yeah, both feet on the boards. So that was a very long way of saying it will not be the first and last. I think that more parks will invest in them. I think it's going to be a good addition to some parks, including SeaWorld Orlando. Moving on to Chris. (laughs) So uh, I'll keep mine short and sweet. Uh, Do we not notice the repetitive nature of the bush in SeaWorld's parks, how they keep getting the same things that others do in the chain? So just keep that in mind because that could happen. Also that, Fallon. All right. Um, Then we have Cedar Kev. He said, merch when? I need a Coaster Conquest hat. I'll get you one there, Kevin. (laughs) Uh, As far as merch for the podcast, uh, I mean... That's something we can think of down the road. I don't. I don't think that's 
anything that we've thought about right now. Yeah, it's definitely not something we've thought about yet, but it's definitely not out of the question. So, yep. Yeah, maybe sometime soon. We will talk about that later. Um, Park Visions asks, "How was Talon running on preview day at Dorney? How was the experience at Dorney's preview day?" So, pretty sure we <laughs> you went over a bunch of that. But if you want to have anything else to add, yeah, I'm just in case you like went through it very quickly. It was running absolutely beautifully and the park was running a lot better than expected. The vibes were on point. The park was on point. It was great. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. I don't know how, what is, I'm so sorry. What is the name of this Twitter? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Axie Caution Man. <laughs> I thought it was, is it execution, man? Like execution? I don't know. Yeah. DM us. Let us know. I'm very curious. However, also sorry. Um, but his thoughts on the new footers on Top Pro Dragster. So we did, me and Josh from Station Weight did a lot of comparing. So what we did is we we went to go see the new footers, which now there are five. Um, there are five new footers. If you haven't seen the overhead shots, you have the three for the superstructure of the top hat or of the uh, spike, and then two kind of leading up into that. So you know your supports for the track leading up into the tower. Um, the brand new footers for that spike structure are absolutely massive, and we went over and walked around to check out the footers for the existing top hat. And the new ones dwarf those. So um, it. I'm thinking that you're going to see something, if not the same height as the current top hat, if not taller, um, which is going to be insane right there in the middle of Iron Dragon. You have this, the tallest thing in the park, which is going to make Val Raven look absolutely tiny um, and everything else around it too. Porsche... <laughs> Poor drop or uh, what's that? Demon, not demon drop. Um, power tower. <laughs> oh, you power know. tower. The uh, Cedar Point's penis. So, um, <laughs> looks just like a, a you know what. <laughs> but, but yeah. Anyway, uh, it's gonna be. A, I I have a. I am thinking it's gonna be a huge spike. I'm excited. I, yeah. I hope it is. Yeah, I mean those those footers are roughly like six feet across, like six six feet wide, which is insane. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's pretty. But big. yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, Shane Triscari asks: Will Cedar Point increase the food portions at the Grand Pavilion? Eighteen dollars for a little piece of fish is wild. <laughs> yeah, so I can't really answer this one. Um, I had the, the turkey with fries and that was, per, it was fine. I mean, I have a meal plan, so I don't know, but, uh, it was fine. If you, I mean, I don't know why the fish, you only got a little bit. Um, I do know that grain and grill at Kings Island brand new restaurant was serving smaller portions, but I guess now they're decent. Like they're okay sizes now. So I just say, give them time to regulate exactly what they think they're going to give people. It was just, it was the first day. Yeah. I can see that too. Like just things being off the first day, but yeah, $18. If it's a little piece of fish, that does that's oof, but hopefully it gets better. We'll definitely yeah. see with time. Um, 
Oh my gosh. And then we have Brandon. He says, um, what coaster slapped your ass the best? <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so I think I guess I need a kind of a description. Like what is like flying out of your seat and then slapping back down in it? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. Um so I'm gonna go with if we're talking about airtime and flying back down in your seat, give me diamond back all day. Okay. I he asked this or question. Magnum. Or Magnum, it, because that is Magnum, yes. Yep. So um he literally commented this because he that's how he describes Steel Force. He's like, that <laughs> thing slaps your ass so good. <laughs> Yeah, I take it back. I take it back. Not Diamondback. That's too much floater. It's got to be Magnum. It's got, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a Morgan um, or Arrow hyper sensation. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the best question. <laughs> it, it was so it was so good when I saw it. Um, and then oh, hi, this is you. So this one is a little different. So. Um, I did not get, I didn't write down the person's uh, name who asked us this question, but I am pulling it up right now as we speak. And mm -hmm, where'd it go? It's going to be right here. Here we go. Okay. So this came from uh, Zoltz. Bumgartner, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but they ask, discuss the error in the differential equation for a spring or mass damper in the Orion Q. They have been they have been waiting for El Tor Orion to mention this in one of his videos. Really? Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I. I didn't even know what it meant. So I don't know what it means either. So I do apologize, but it sounds really confusing and math was not my favorite subject in school. So yeah, I I have not heard of Orion, so I have no idea. Um C question number what number was that? Um uh, one First question. Yeah, I resort back to the first question to see when she's going to be at King's Island and then she'll yes. answer the question. <laughs> yes, that would have, wow. Yeah, that would, that's obvious. I've never written it. <laughs> um, well, everyone, I believe we have come to the conclusion of this episode. Um, once again, want to um, say meet up with us July 14th. If you're going to be at the Coast Crew event at Hershey, we're going to be at Dorney the day before, so come hang out. Yes, LFG. It'll be so much fun. Talent rides for everyone. Ooh, that kind of rhymed. LFG, that's going to be so much fun. The talent rides for everyone. <laughs> that's the slogan. There we go. LFG for LYF. And we will see you next time. See you guys. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.